afternoon, and guess what? You're back with your girl, Marquita Beyond, with the Pink Link Podcast. And I am just so grateful to be here today. And you know, your girl had to represent. So, you know, like I was like, okay, it's pink and it's up because we're having a powerful, innovative, next level conversation here with these fellas. And so I'm going to go to my right and let Dave introduce himself. David. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on the Pink Link Podcast. My name is Dave. Today, we buy iPhones, LLC, the number one broker in electronics for buying and selling electronics. If you have any brand new used crack devices that you want to sell, reach out to me. Reach out to us. We pay up to 10K for electronics. Okay, D. All right, my name is D. Mathis, the owner of Shoe Solution 6, where basically you can actually make an offer on your shoes, clothes, or whatever I have on my platform. There's an eBay store with 1,500 listings. I want you to follow me today at Shoe Solution 6. There we go. What's good, everybody? 75 in the building. I go by the name of Annie of D. Y'all can follow me at A N T E U P D underscore. I got the hardest beats out. Stop playing. Hey! Okay, y'all. So we're going to get into it and dive in with these guys. And so, as I did with the ladies, we discussed mental health and it's similar topics, but in a different format, you know, for the men. And so, we got to get the man's perspective in there, you know, take on these things. And so, we're going to go with mental health first. And so, I'm going to have to read from my notes. So, because, girl, hey, I got a lot of things. I can't be jotting everything down in my mental. And, so, and I want to say that right fast. You know, sometimes we don't take notes or thinking we can just load everything here. No. That's what you got, pen, pads, and notes and calendars for, so you can relieve your brain and give it some breaks. So that, And that's good for your mental health. And that's what we're going to be talking about. So mental health for black men is at an alarming high, and for years it has been swept under shame, denial, and less resources. So what do you all do to maintain stability? And do you all have outlets for the time to express yourself, your thoughts and feelings, without pressure, judgment, or expectations of who you are and your needs? Being mentally creative, emotionally, or whatever sector that is for you. Do you feel like you can do that as a black man? I'm going to let you, man, go first. I mean, to be real, like, we're low-key numb to the stuff going on. So it's like, your mental health could be, like, out of whack, and you might not even know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like even growing up in, like, certain communities, like, we look at it as being weak or, you know, this or that. But then, like... If you really think about it, your mental health is, like, very important. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, well, actually, I think that your mental um, space is the most important, right? That's why I read a lot. Um, Even me and my my youngest daughter, we read a lot together because I feel like I can be as strong as I want to physically. But if I'm I'm brain dead or if I'm constantly um, battling, like, depression, having bad thoughts, then I'm out of whack. There's no way I can, you know, move forward in my business. There's no way I can grow my relationships with my family, the people that I love. So I'm always taking time. I always say at least once a week. Now I try to make it um, a business to do at least once a day, to do something that, that I like to do, something that makes me happy. I like that. Like growing up, I always thought being an adult would be like playing house, you know, just being a dad and all that job. But nobody ever tells you about the additional responsibilities, like taking right. care of your mental health. It's like, you have an instruction manual that's 100 pages that nobody told you about. And then if you a black man or if you just a black adult, mm-hmm. it's an additional thousand pages. That's why it's so important to find outlets to express right. yourself, to deal with the stress. For me, how I deal with my stress is about finding balance and making right. sure that I take care of myself, my well-being. So I do yoga, I work out, I box, 
And then I sit down with my friends and my family, and we have a conversation. We just talk. We catch up. Let me know what's going on in your life. You let me know. Uh, I let you know what's going on in my life, and we talk about it because so many people try to just play Joe cool mm-hmm. that they forget talking. It's therapeutic. So yes. speaking for myself, I talk to about I talk about my issues, um, the things I'm going through, and then I talk to other people about the things they're going through. Right. Okay. I love that. And so. <clears throat> What I'm gathering is that you all actually take your mental health serious. Like, some people feel like it's it's not a thing. Like, I was in the store last night, and this guy, he was having, I guess, a mental health episode. And um, this guy was like, he just, you know, someone was like, he acting crazy. And a young man said, oh, he he is crazy. He just, you know, he just showing out in the store or something. I was like, well, I don't know how to take it. But it was mm-hmm. sad to see. And then you know, their perspectives on it. So, you know, to look at it and laugh at it or either to know, hey, it's something wrong with him and it's not a funny manner. And so um, when you were saying that you reach out to other people, so is this a back and forth thing that you all able to do with each other or do they pull away? Do you find out that they're kind of like not wanting to open up when you're reaching out or about their feelings? what I notice is is certain people, you you know, you can talk to. It's an organic vibe. It's, I could talk to this person. They could tell me that they got furloughed or that they lost their job. Now it's the struggle of trying to figure out how they can get another high-paying job when the job market is tough. And, I'm, you know, you could be like, you can say all type of stuff. It's like, let me give you positive reinforcement that, yo, you got it. I know you could do it. Or let's say when I was in the hospital, they was coming to my aid. So it's like, I'm here for you. You're here for me. But we could talk about it. Like, really, let me know what's going through. Like, let's remove the barriers of... You ain't ain't got nothing to be ashamed about. Like, talk to me. I'm your brother. Right. Facts, facts. I know, cause for some reason, a lot of men don't like to open up. So that's yeah. I'm I'm glad to hear you all say that you all are able to open up with other men or with your family and stuff like that. So have you all ever been a place in a place where you weren't where you are that you wasn't opening up and just was balling things in or or turning to you know other things to just comfort you that wasn't yeah, good for sure. Like. Like, I'm pretty sure y'all know, like, in certain, like, areas, you can't really talk about it. You're really on survival mode, so it's like, you feel me? It's like you talking about it, but now you weak. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you in a certain area, like, so it's like, we really should be, like like one of y'all said, we really should be sticking together and talking. Like, like it's it's important to, to be able to talk to your brother. You feel me? Like, we can't grow as a community. We just on survival mode all day, not talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Right. And you're looking at it like it's like, as if you snitching, I was just like, nah, like, you did some dirt, I'm going to address it. Yeah, okay, well, you know, my perspective is that still to this day, I'm still not all the way comfortable opening up, mm-hmm. whether it's women or men, mm-hmm. because I know now it's a, I'm a weapon. So, for example, mm-hmm. nah, um, that's real. I'm married, right? <laughs> I've been married fine. over 10 years. Yes. I've been married before since my second marriage. And um, I know that if I'm always coming off what you call weak or expressing my feelings, and sometimes you can't go back once you hear certain things. That's, that's wow. Once you know something, you know something. Yeah. And you got to be ready for that other person to receive that information. Yeah, Use it as right. a weapon because they yeah. could bring it back a month, six months later and be like, you remember that time you said you was on vacation? Yeah. What would you do? Yeah, fact. So, okay, so you sometimes as men, y'all don't think you can be just that vulnerable to people because you feel like it can be thrown back at you. It, it is. It depends on the situation. Like he was saying, a female could throw it back at you. Somebody could be hating on you because you got a certain amount of money or whatever the case may be. So it's like, you kind of do got to watch like who you talk to, but it, sh- it shouldn't be like that. 
So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. It's, exactly. it's not like, you know, we make these the rules of the game. You know what I'm saying? I'm always paying attention to what's going on. So, you know, if this is how it got to be played out, then, of course, I got to hold some information back. You know what I'm saying? It's survival of the fittest still to this day. Yeah. That's about it's the best way that you can put it. It's like it's certain things that can be said and it's certain things that you can't say. I can give you the synopsis, but I can't give you the whole full book because you got people who would try to take what you're saying. And then let's say in my family, per se, they'll take what you say, go tell it to somebody else. And it's like, nah, I told you this in solace. I told you this between me and you. And that. then you go back and then tell somebody else. Now nah, it's all in the family group chat. So it's just be like, I'd rather just not even say like, I'm getting, like, some wilds because I'm like, that's why so many black men, you can't get through to them sometimes because you, they feel like they can't be that vulnerable. But, and as women, like, I feel like we are. Like, we, we're we going to express whatever our thoughts are. If somebody needs us, we're going to call somebody and just let it all hang out and just get that vulnerability. But yeah. as, as men, y'all feel like y'all just can't go. It's a certain extent of your vulnerability, seem like. It's not really even an option to me. Yeah, wow. yeah. I agree with you. I'm 100 yeah. percent this. You can't go back from being weak to being strong. It's like it was yeah. strong from the get go. So we're gonna get to that option. part because I'm, I'm thinking that's where the masculinity is. Like you know, we as women we have the femininity, but then with, with men, mm. y'all have the um, masculinity. So you know, it's just only so much of the femininity y'all can use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. You don't feel like you got no femininity. Like, I think it just depends on like who it is and like what you got going on. Like them, I could talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but then like if I go back where I'm from, you can't really do that. Like then they gonna look at you as weak. Now nah, you feel me? Like right. Some people don't understand the stages where exactly. you're at, and they might look at it in a different perspective when it's not being weak as me. Re, re, releasing, you know, what I'm feeling so I won't be exactly. feeling like this and then do something I shouldn't do to myself. Like, but see, that could be a hindrance because you get so many people who, you've never done something before and you feel like you should be A1 pro it. You feel like you should be the best, but it's like you've never done it. How can you be good at something that you've never done? You're a beginner. You ain't even intermediate or expert. You are a beginner. Like, be comfortable talking mm -hmm. and asking somebody because you get a lot of men who they can't ask the next person for help because it make them look weak. And it's like, bro, man, what? that will expedite your growth. Man, what? That's wow. real. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. This, this is good. I'm at the point. I don't even care. If somebody look at me as weak, I already know. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even care no more. It's like, as hey, far as I, like how they how they'll look at me. Because like. Right. You can't care. And that's, uh -oh. that's, and that's what you have to come to. Like, it ain't just about being vulnerable, but it's about. I can care less what you think because I know who I am. Okay. It's really yeah. stepping into who Amen. you are. You get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So that's the 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 garment you have to pull off. You know, like oh, this way. Yeah, say what you want, think what you mm -hmm. want, because I know who I am. Oh good. So okay, we're gonna go into this, and this is something you know. Really, like I didn't even watch the video of it. I just seen a glance, but um, and we was gonna discuss it. So when y'all see things as most recently Tyree Nichols, George Floyd, and acts against Trayvon and more black men facing police brutality, public harassment, and discrimination, how does that affect y'all too mentally? Um, and do you have an experience? If so, how did you hear from that? And what measurements do you take to attempt being safe, if possible, from those type of things and triggering events? And rest in peace to all those who have been affected um, and victims of such tragic events like i said we're numb to it so it's like i'll see the videos 
I mean, it's R.I.P., but it's like we so numb to it, it's like kind of normal, which is not even really normal. And like one, ex- I had a whole bunch of experiences with police. Like I, I got PTSD on some mm. real s- stuff when it comes to police. Wow. Like, like if a cop pull me over, I'm gonna start shaking. You know what I'm saying? But I feel you on that. I mean, he's saying? he's saying something like, even if I got insurance on my car and I'm driving, the police officer got real lights behind me. I'm like, let me. Do I got anything that I should know about? And making sure that I'm in a good place, so that way I can talk to the cop, not having to worry. Because the minute you give a a cop the opportunity to search you, they will try to find something. Nah, facts. I remember one time I got pulled over for no reason. And the, and the, the first thing the cop told me when he opened the door, he was like, where the weed at? And this was when I wasn't smoking, so it wasn't no weed smell. It wasn't no nothing on the inside. They actually, Just stereotypically, mm-hmm. you black, you a boy, you a man. Yeah. Where the weed at? He was like, where the weed at? And then, they, then they told me to get out the car, and I had to do like a DUI test. I was sober. But I still had to do everything. And then the cop was just, I don't know. It was just for no reason. So it didn't even make sense. Wow. I mean, for me to speak on the subject is kind of weird because I done been in so many different situations. Mm-hmm. I can't even, wouldn't know where to start. I mean, my hands ain't never, I mean, my hands ain't always been clean. I made some bad decisions. I've been arrested plenty of time, been pulled over plenty of time. I had my car searched plenty of time. So it's just, I kind of know the procedure. Yeah. I know really what to say, what not to say now. Mm-hmm. Um, I always treat them with respect when they come to the doors. When they get out of pocket, then sometimes it can get a little weird, yeah. you know. But um, at the end of the day, I think which is the most hard, hard not hardening thing to comprehend, or really the good or bad thing is that it don't matter what the what race, age the police officer is. It's always been a different experience. So I can't say, okay, I see this old white guy. He gonna treat yeah. me. Racist. It's sometimes yeah. it could be the black guy yeah. that got out of pocket. And it's like, I never know what I'm going to get. Exactly. But it's the person, not the color. It's the situation you just got to come correct. It's just, because I'm going to address you with respect. You address me with respect. But if you come out of pocket, best believe I got my video recording you. So if you do try something, you are on camera. And then, um, that's just like with Tyrido. Like, you got five black officers? Like, Really? We got to watch the cops, period. We got to watch the white cops. We got to watch the black cops. The the Mexican. Like, where does it stop? You know, when? I think altogether, it's like a real tough situation when we see things like George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, or other black men facing police brutality. It's just heartbreaking to me. It's like, it's just like stressing on my own mental. Like, I know for me, it makes me feel fat makes me feel sad. It makes me feel frustrated. Mm-hmm. But I try not to jump to conclusions or cast no judgment because I don't know all the facts. Like, I don't know exactly what happened in every situation before I cast my judgment. It's important to remember that not all cops are bad cops. Like, you actually really? do got some good cops. Yeah. The minute something yeah. happened, that the normal yeah. thing to do was to call the police. So not all right. cops are bad cops, but the bad cops do make it bad for all cops mm-hmm. involved in r- relation to... Like the multiple investigations, a lawsuit pending, it's hard to not be affected. But I think it's important to remember, like nowadays, everybody got a cell phone. You got a cell phone, you got a cell phone. And the people watching, y'all got a cell phone and the ability to record an incident. That's what made George Floyd so monumental. Somebody pulled out their phone, recorded it Mm -hmm. and took a picture of it. Because had she not took a picture, took a video of it, we wouldn't know who George Floyd is. No. It was just been a, a... 
a gaga. And the yeah. thing is, like you're saying, this stuff ain't just started. This stuff has been happening before it became publicized, and with especially within the black communities where they actually put the drugs and then start, you know, the harassment, you know, and uh, <laughs> the young black man, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that for selling the drugs that they put there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not saying that was right to sell drugs, but at the same time, we already know the story behind that. And so, hey, they put them in the poor communities and then start harassing the poor. And they've been, believe me, it's countless of numbers of black men and they have and women, they have lost their lives to police mm-hmm. brutality. Mm-hmm. It's just started being coming to the light because now we have more technology. Mm-hmm. Now we have true. phones to record so and make it, you know, make statements about it on through social media and get attention calls to these types of things. So it's just sad, and I just continue to pray and uplift those families that have been affected by these, and those of you who may have experienced some type of tragic event such as this. True. Like, sometimes I try not to be a conspiracy theorist, like, where I make my own thoughts in my head, but I feel like in regard to the recent police brutality, I think it was... He knew something, or he had something on them. That's what I said. And I said the same thing. They tried like, to catch they, him. Did he know something or something? Like they like he was going to probably tell on them, tell the truth, and it was like we was going to get to you. But what had happened was they got caught on video. Right. They. I don't understand how they, they think. Like my mom always say, somebody whenever you hit that door, somebody's watching. Somebody mm-hmm. sees something. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how they didn't even grasp that to not think it's a surveillance camera somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or somebody like sits somewhere and they caught and start recording. Like you just can't think somebody's exactly. not watching. Like back in the day, somebody's they watching all the time. It's a sound. I always <laughs> feel like somebody's, somebody's watching. watching. <laughs> like back in the day, they used to do that all the time before all these camera cameras and video and phones. They yeah, beat you and then get with away it. with it. They would change the story on the incident report and make it seem like it was your fault when all you did was just walk across the street or plant stuff on people. Yeah, that's the worst. Wow. I guess I'll speak a little bit on the subject. Um, one of them is, I heard this expression when I was young. Um, what happens in the dark will come to light. Mm-hmm. Right. And I also remember, you know, when I call in the streets, when you move in, in a certain manner, somebody's always watching. Mm-hmm. But sure. All right, I'm going to give you another perspective. Some people may not really comprehend it, but when you incarcerated, you watching the guards and the guards are watching you. Mm-hmm. Right? There's another perspective. People always watching. Even if you don't see it, even when you go to the grocery store, somebody saw you at the store that know you, follow you on Instagram, they just didn't say hey to you. For sure. But they saw you. That's, spot on. Yeah, that's, that's just how I move that's always. So I move with integrity. Sure. I think I've told people this before. Wherever mm. I go, I pretend my wife is always with me. Mm. Yes. Mm. Now that's one that's to talk good. about. That's a marriage perspective. <laughs> the audience clapping nah, like, sure. yes. I wish more, more men got that. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic. Oh, I think we're gonna kind of get there. <laughs> That's a whole. Um, but what you you was gonna say something? Oh no no no! Oh. I was just I agree with him. But um, it was something. Oh yeah, in reference to somebody's watching you. Um, for prime example, a garbage man wanted to try to tell me something he saw about, and that's me running to the trash trying to get the trash out at six o'clock in the morning, and he no like. 
I'm like, you want to write? Where your husband? Where you put the gas? I don't know. Where the guy? I'm like, it's six o'clock. How you know all that? Like, he been watching. He been watching me. He been digging in her trash. No, no, he is. She's going to get fired. I don't think she got no husband. Uh, okay. Let me ask her. I'm like, y'all, bye. Yeah, he exposed himself. The, the garbage wow. has been out there before he comes. The day before now. <laughs> we ain't got time. Okay, so. Um, are you all conscious of when you're tapping into your femininity? If so, how does that look for men? And this is kind of going back to that previous topic. And, you know, kind of in that same so as men do you all like women we be like femininity and we gotta be in our masculine energy for this and feminine energy for this so are you all conscious of differentiating the two yeah like when I'm talking to my mom and I'm trying to understand where she coming from Mm -hmm. on certain topics you kind of got to or if you're talking to your your shorty or your your wife um, Mm -hmm. but that's about it you can't really as a man you can't really be feminine in the world like you know what I'm saying Something you said. You and that's just, that's just my opinion. I mean, I don't know. Um, so, in relation to the question of tapping into your femininity as a masculine man, I feel like we all have different ways to tap into your femininity or your masculinity. For me, being conscientious of my femininity means being in tune with my emotions. Like, am I mad? Am I angry? Am I happy? Um, and knowing that I feel this way and being able to express it in the moment and not just letting it ball up because I'm one of the people where emotions can ball up and then somebody do something wrong and I just snap. Oh, yeah. So oh, instead yeah. of being that, let me express it in the moment. It's uh, also about being in touch with my intuition. Like, am I trusting my gut? Do I believe in myself? Mm. Um, being able to communicate. And my thing is, from being somebody who was a mute, who really didn't communicate when I was a kid, being able to communicate for myself and being able to express myself authentically, not just trying to go with the flow. It's on you, man. All right. So I think the, just the word alone is a little weird for me. I get it up. All right. I get it up. So I'm going to use, I'd like to try to use like alternate words, but uh, I, I do believe that it has affected me over the years. I was a single father one time. I had two kids, well, two girls at the time. So that made it yeah. weird for me. I'm used yeah. to like always working and bringing home the bacon. But I had, I was put in a space where, you know, I had to start learning how to cook. I had to start right. learning how to do hair. Mm. So that softened me a lot. Mm. Like, wow. Hold up. It was <laughs> Thinking about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to part hair. Oh, <laughs> like, how did this happen? Mentally, I'm like, this don't, what, what happened? Right? <laughs> but still to this day, um, like with my youngest daughter, my youngest is nine now. So um, every now and then, we just color. Mm. And it made me think about um, what you were saying about uh, like the mental space. Right. So it feels... That feels great. Yeah, feels just great. relaxing. You know right. what? We're just going to sit here and color. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Until we done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I also added, with the coloring books, they educational. Mm-hmm. So it's going to let you know Martin Luther King, when he died, Still. what he accomplished. So I can explain who he was, but we also that. coloring at the same time. That's really good. And that feels wow. a little feminine to me, because that's not what I grew that's up doing. Yeah. But I'm, I feel you safe you doing feel, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so when you when y'all mention like cooking and stuff like that, like I love a man that has that feminine energy. Like he can cook and throw down, bring that energy, y'all. <laughs> yeah, well, to speak about cooking, right? And um, 
I grew Bacon. up. My granddad being more of a father figure for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never seen my great my granddad cook nothing. I never seen him fix his own plate. Mm. Right? Because yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel I like that. that's what that. a woman's supposed to do. I like that's that. feminine for them. But it's a lot of men that tapped into that, and that's great. And they can actually cook better than me. And exactly. some and more and other women. So hey. Well, it puts you in the mind of like me and my family. My uncle was the real master. He would have the barbecue sauce mixed with his mm. best salt vinegar recipe with a little bit of honey and be the best ribs ever. And mm. it's like my brother, I remember as a kid, he was like, oh, Dave, you want to be a cook? And I was like, yeah, I want to be a cook. I want to be like my Uncle Paris. Like, y'all like his ribs, don't y'all? Mm. Somebody got to learn to cook. Somebody got to pass it on. Somebody got to be this person. All right. I want to speak on the subject a little bit more unless you guys understand. Oh, no, no, so, as I mature, like I said, I'm 43 years old now. I have my grandbaby six years old. So I've seen a lot in my lifetime, you know, been in situations. Now I truly believe that a man that know how to cook is a bigger resource to the family. Wow. Like it's even stronger. You're more of an asset wow. now yes. versus I got to sit back, wait for my wife to right. bring yeah. something. Sometimes you can have yeah. some when she get there. And, and, and it makes it a little easier for her too. It also makes you a better partner if you're in a relationship yeah. because just like I need space to relax, she don't have to cook seven days a week. She need to, yes. you know, come on, exactly. watch TV, do her feminine stuff, whatever she need to do. Let me get over yeah. here and figure it out. So what I do sometimes, since I still don't like to cook, let me just go scoop something. I go down here a long oh, home. You feel me? <laughs> I brought it. And then but, it, and and that provides more time. For intimacy as well right. with your that. wife, you know, and when you're in a relationship, some men think the wife should do this, do this, and then do that. Like, yeah, yeah. hey, you gotta doing all that. Help out some kind of way. If I if I if I can take a break from cooking, you can go buy something if I'm not cooking, or you make the meal, you know. And that definitely helps the women as well. So exactly. It's a I mean, like, I feel like it's as a guy, win. sometimes we be so focused on ourselves. Yeah. Speaking for myself, I'd be so focused <laughs> on myself that I'd be forgetting about. My woman's needs, so it's like, baby, let me take some weight off you. So instead of you just making the main dish, let me make the sides. Yeah. Let me help you out. Wash the dishes. Yeah. 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 We'll put the kids to sleep. Let me help you out. Well, you know what? I'm going to tap in and say something else. I also look at it like this. It's like karma. When you give, it come back, right? So Mm, my daughter needs to have the best version of her mom. That's deep. Yeah. So if I'm taking stress off of her, by cooking or whatever it is, maybe cleaning. Yeah. Now she has time to feed into my daughter. So I look at it from that perspective Y'all too as well. Damn, I ain't yeah. even think about it like that. That's real though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, he, he got some. He sees and everyone learning. gets the best version of her. You get what I'm saying? And right. she yeah. ain't tired and stressed trying to figure out this and do this for y'all and do stuff for her. Just being a mom and a woman myself, like, that could be a lot. <laughs> if somebody that's dependent upon you to do it all. Exactly. You, you're working, they're working. Then they want they want you to come home, get up, work, and cook every night. Hey, help out or buy something this night. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. Like those. Um, I won't say fifty fifty now. What y'all think about the fifty fifty? I don't. Uh, I don't uh, think it's ever fifty fifty. Fifty fifty what? In a relationship, I don't think it's uh, ever fifty. I feel like you got it. It's it got its moments. Like yeah, it, for the it, women it, it, who like, I have dated, some some of the women who I have dated, they like for me to take the lead. Let me plan the date. Yeah. Let me yeah. put the meal together. Let me pick you up, let me take you out, especially if they doing their thing in their career. But there's other women who they want to plan the outing. They want to plan the vacation. I'm like, well, baby, go ahead. You plan the vacation. <laughs> so when that happens, how do you feel about her taking the lead? I'm uh, I'm neutral. Like, I, I can let her. I could be a yin. I could be a yang. If you want to take the lead, you take the lead. But you know I'm your man. 
You know that if you're taking the lead, that I'm going to pay for things, that I'm going to put you, make sure you're secure, that we get from point A to point B safely okay. in comparison to me doing everything and you just embodying the, your inner femininity. <laughs> mm. Okay. That's just me. Like what I'm, what I'm noticing. Like I ain't got no issue with. Do you have a preference though of you leading or the woman taking the lead? Is there a preference? I could be both. Like I don't mind. Like okay. if my woman wants to plan a date for us to go out for Valentine's, you you plan a date. Or if you want me to plan a date, I don't mind it. But it just don't matter. It is what to it me. is. You nonchalant. Okay. That's what. That's what's up. What about okay. you, man? How y'all feel? Because <laughs> you got a wife, so it's, yeah. So you're single because I didn't ask y'all as ladies and you, or you were what's your status? Oh wait, what's your status? I didn't ask you your status. So I'm, date, I'm, I'm dating. I'm dating. I'm dating. You dating? I'm, I'm talking to you. It's complicated. It's, it's, it's over. Right <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's complicated. And somebody watching, baby. Entanglement. Entanglement. Complicated. Then ain't no nothing happening. Oh, it blow up. Uh, it's complicated, huh? It's like right. no, it's like no, I'm single. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this ain't my topic, man. We gonna we gonna just go there. <laughs> you had to ask me the question. Like, what was the uh, question we was on again? We was talking about like gender norms. Oh yeah, how you so, deal with being a married man? How do you deal with? Are you just the leader, or do you let your wife lead, or do you prefer either role? Um, I feel like is is in my best interest for us both to work towards our strengths. Mm. That's good. Mm. Mm, yeah. I do. Oh, my bad. That's my bad. good. But I'm always paying attention to it, even yeah. with my friends, yeah. whatever it is. Mm. Like, okay, for example, if my buddy a better executor, I ain't know. I'm gonna just be like, let him execute. Yeah. Or right. like, if I need to fire somebody, I got a friend that he he's perfect for that. Yeah. He ain't gonna think twice. He'll be like, yeah, you fired. With me, <laughs> I'm gonna sit there and might get to hesitate because I know that you probably need the job. But, but if you know your if, if your wife is good at that, then you you gonna let her lead and take that. Right. So for example, saying. like with vacations. Right. She usually pick it out. Right. She might say, okay, do you like this bedroom versus this bedroom? Uh, right. What a view at? Let me see the view. Right. Out my window. Can I see all the ocean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Something yeah, you like got this. that. Yeah, yeah. You so got you let her lead in certain things that yeah. you know that's good for her and then you lead in. Yeah, I trust her judgment. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I feel like the only time it should be 50-50 is like, she like she's supposed to be helping me build mentally and spiritually and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like that should be like, it should be like equal for both sides. Like I need to help her. She need to help me. Cause if she just bringing value, I'm not. Then that's dead, and vice versa. Amen. And some females don't look at it like that. They, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they might just look for like, oh yeah, he doing this for me, he doing this for me. But are you helping me build mentally, spiritually? Can I really mm -hmm. call you if I really need to talk to you about some real stuff? Cause I've been in a situation where I couldn't really talk to the girl I'm, I'm messing with. Amen. But everything mm -hmm. else was good. Like the sex was hitting. You feel me? This was hitting, but I couldn't really talk to her on a, on a certain level. So I just feel like I gotta be 50 50. You gotta be more than that. Oh, you man. Be more than like that. I 100% agree with what he's saying. It's just, it's more than just sexual. It's about how are we as partners? Because it's like we gotta navigate. Like we got some high seasons, we got some low seasons, the seasons where things is going good, but it's seasons where things is going great. And, and seasons where things is going bad. And when things is going bad, are you gonna up and leave? Or are you gonna mm -hmm. be here in the trenches as I figure it out? I take the lead. But we figure it out so that way we yeah. can get back up to where we need to be. That's how I look at going into a relationship. It's like, are you my partner? Am I a sponsor to you or are you my spouse? Are you, uh, am I your partner or am I just your payee? Like where I'm just paying for your expenses. Is she an mm -hmm. asset or a liability? Wow. Hey, yeah. Amen. Okay. But you know what? It's either, either or though. It really is. Yeah, That's, in the middle. 
Right. What you mean by that, though? Asset and liability. Yeah. I mean, when you know the definition of them, mm-hmm. to me, I think a woman is gonna help you or hurt you. Oh, that's yeah, just how yeah. I look at yeah. it. You should be able to. Hundred percent agree with that. You didn't know that in like the first thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. It's See, like a month. It's y'all getting ahead of y'all sales. Y'all getting ahead of y'all yeah. sales because we finna go into that now. All right. Let's so, <laughs> okay, in relationships, we know it can be work. You know, as we sit here trying to distinguish these Ooh. different sectors and roles, each other play so how do you go about keeping that balance and if you're waiting fellas and single because your queen is already done like the king is you know <laughs> what do you do to remain hopeful of your journey and finding that um queen and if you're married how did you know your wife is the one six you you married you gotta within 30 minutes <laughs> i mean love well, at first sight I mean, hey. Well, I think within 30 minutes, you can get a good judgment of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Wow, right. of a conversation. Yes, that's only if you are mature enough to start asking the right questions. Mm. Yes. Right? And, questions. Um, I feel you on that. Um, yes. I feel you. Now, I, I, do, <laughs> I do believe that that's a, a disconnect with um, fellas. And I know that when it comes to like you were saying about... Uh, feminine energy mm-hmm. but if i really care about a guy or if i want to sit there and give him some game if they open-minded to listen this is what i always tell them take 30 minutes go on a date and listen more mm. and you do no talking just listen yeah. try not to think about nothing sexual that's and wow. she's gonna tell you who she is that's gonna, game most right women there. like to talk no, anyway yeah, i think yeah. they're gonna tell You're them right. about themselves sure. whatever, well, we, we're word, told whatever to happens listen to the man so, right. hey, somebody got to be talking. <laughs> right. And that's why listening is such an important factor. I don't care if you're in business, married, whatever. Just listen. It'll take you very far. But going back yes. to the point, which is, if you're listening to the woman, she's going to tell you, okay, well, you know, I just uh, got fired or I'm looking for a new job. I'm going to college. Ooh. I just broke up. My third baby daddy dropping a kid off. She's going to tell you her <laughs> business. Yeah. But if you mesmerize by her number, she's 36, 24, 38, or whatever she is. Well, that's a clip right there. Me personally, sometimes I ain't even heard what you said. Right, because you think about what else you can get. Exactly. Right, she got these nice eyes and yeah. long hair. And she talking, but I ain't heard nothing she said. I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind, you done? Right. So you, <laughs> S- you sip you, some of this Kool-Aid <laughs> so we can figure this thing out. <laughs> I'm finna use you, finna use <laughs> you, but I'm finna use you. I'm mean, gonna take what you got. Right, but that's, that's the old you. That's the old me. So you had to release him. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's that, that, that don't serve me anymore because I understand that you put yourself in a situation where now you changing energy with somebody. Yeah. You changing whoever they used to deal with. They still got trauma and everything. And now you mixing your trauma. You ain't even finished dealing with you supposed to be focusing on. Just now you over here messing with this person. And really, you know, to, to really be honest, I think it's almost selfish. You feel me? Yeah, like they say that. Grab this person and mess with her physically. And now she already damaged mentally. Damn. And now you figuring why she's blowing you up at 3 o'clock in the morning. You and did it. You, you did all this stuff. And now right. you wonder what, like, why she won't go nowhere. She already you're causing vulnerable. more problems exactly. for yourself, especially right. as business right. guys that oh, we are. Lord, yeah. We got enough. <laughs> we already uh, working on accomplishing exactly. in our business. Last thing you need is to have multiple people calling you because you wasn't, I'm going to say what it's worth, mature enough. They go about the situation the right way. And I agree with that. Like, I feel like as an entrepreneur who's successful, what I've noticed about the higher level entrepreneurs that are 
seven, eight figures, all of them are married. Mm-hmm. If you're a man, all woman. of them and are married. And even if they are doing something outside of their marriage, they committed to one woman. Exactly. And mm. all that other stuff is irrelevant because, like I was told, that man is not going to leave his wife for nobody outside of his commitment. You know, yeah. maybe that happens sometime, but at the end of the day, they do marry. So that got me thinking, like, about dating, being a playboy, like, you need to, if you want to hit a million, you may got to get married. You may got to be focused on one person versus trying to put your focus in multiple places. Yes. I wish I would have known that back in the day, boys. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's not too late. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not too late. You know you know it when you yeah, know it. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. You still got a lot of life to live. Yeah. That's all of us. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. daily learning and ignoring things. What would you want to touch on? Well, basically, I was... Um, for to just share my opinion, which is always access, not access, um, look at your goals again. Mm. So you got to ask yourself, this is what I asked myself years ago, which one more important? Me to be such a successful business person, right? But then you, you don't no, want to be married? No. Do you want to be Is married more important than having a lot of money? Yeah. Or is having a lot of money and maybe not even having a relationship more important? When you start digging deep and really pulling the layers off and ask yourself, what, question, what, what, are, you, what are you standing for? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because one day we're going to be taken home, right? Mm. We ain't going to be on this earth forever. Mm. So when people come Preach. to your funeral, right? I, I think of it like this when I meet people. If I leave here today, which one of y'all going to show up to my funeral? Right? What what they going to say about me? Right? So from for a perspective, if I'm out here slinging my Oscar Mayer, you hear me? And then my kids <laughs> know this forever. They saw me do in my 20s, 30s, 40s, yeah. and 50s. That what you going to stand that's on? You or you might say, well, I just care. I'll, as long as I'm a millionaire, that yeah. matters. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some people can be a great husband. that He cook and he do everything, but he don't care about no money. Yeah. I applaud that. Yeah. It's just all about what's your goal, what you that feel comfortable with. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and to, to go on like what y'all were saying about the women and like what's, like what's your goals. Now when I look at something or like a place, I'm looking like, okay, is this aligning with what I got going on? I still, like, mess up a little sometimes, but that's how I'm looking at stuff now. Like, is this female aligned with what I got going on? Exactly. Like, you feel me? Is she going to slow the shit or, you know, help me yep. get you know, help me get to the goal or whatever? Right. I love it because even where I'm in now, and um, it's, like, it's more purposeful for me. Like, dating now and then in my 20s and now in my 30s, like, the character purpose. And like you said, really, in 30 minutes, you actually can't have a conversation. And then... You can just like be like, nah, this ain't it. And now a moment for our sponsors, and here's Tiffany. Real estate is the most important thing in the world. You don't own land, you don't own nothing. My name is Tiffany Tayus, and I help individuals discover the power of ownership and how to scale that ownership in order to gain leverage and control of not only their lives, but also their future. I am available on all social media platforms. Come and discover how to scale your ownership. Have you ever thought about investing in real estate, but don't really know where to start? My name is Tiffany Tayus, and I teach individuals to start exactly where they are with what they currently have by investing in tax liens and tax deeds. I am the tax sale expert, and I teach individuals how to apply your real estate, mortgage-free, debt-free at the local courthouse. Connect with me on all platforms. My name is Tiffany Tayus. I have a monthly membership, and join me so you can get yourself some real estate.
Hi, I'm Mark Queen Beyond, and once again, I'm the host of the Picnic Podcast, and I'm here at the Pop Up and Create because, Hunt said, I've told y'all time and time again, it's Lily up in here, and Lashana is just the great person to work with and get things set up for the podcast, even filming my podcast when I had all this camera equipment and still couldn't get it right. She came in like a lifesaver because she's just a sweet hunty. So make sure you be sure to book, pop up, and create for your event, your podcast, all sorts of things. Hit her up at Pop Up and Create. So we're going to get back into the conversation. And so, yeah, so um, we're going to move forward to the next question now. So let me ask y'all this. Do y'all manifest? Like, women, we always talk about manifesting and stuff like that. So, do y'all manifest as men? For sure. I read that. I try to read it every single day I wake up. Because, like, Amen. growing up, I was always told what I couldn't do. Oh, you can't do this. You an idiot. So, it's like, growing up, my self-esteem was low. Like, real low. Like, I, I, got, I was good at stuff, but I didn't really believe in myself. But then, like, once I started tapping in and, like, going through real shit... I had to like get lonely and really learn who I was. So like, yeah, I read that shit every day. Like, and it's been helping too. Like, I start like manifesting and seeing certain shit. I'm bringing it to existence. Amen. Oh wow! So what have you manifested? You and I. I moved to Atlanta. I don't got around the right people. Um, just like certain goals, like trying to meet certain people, trying to meet this artist, trying to you know get cool with this person to do this. And then now I'm starting to like be intentional about like family stuff. Cause you know sometimes like we 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 trying to get money and make these moves we forget about like oh we gotta spend time with this person we gotta call this person. Yes, yes, being intentional. That's part of manifestation. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. for me, I do believe in the power of manifestation. I've been done gone. I've been through it for the last. I've been like I've gone through it for the last two years. Saying a manifestation monster to myself every day, speaking success to myself, speaking life over myself, speaking life over my friends. That those the people who can positively multiply the blessings, like because you're receiving a blessing through your manifestation, and those who I pray over that they know how to do something with it. So what that means is you get a bag or you're gonna fumble it or you're gonna know what to do with it. You get a blessing, you're gonna know what to do with it, you're gonna fumble it. It's really been helpful for me, especially in my business. So one of the manifestations I say, I am an ATM business. I produce money through my actions. I use my time, my resources, and others to produce a significant improvement in the world for a major profit. Like, I want a major profit. I want major success. For sure. I focus on my manifestations, and then I look at them as a business plan, meaning I try to think about what I can do to accomplish the goals, and then I take the necessary actions to accomplish the goals to show God or the universe, whoever you may believe that, I'm serious I'm serious about what I'm saying and I'm capable of doing it because it's important to remember that manifestations isn't just wishful thinking. Like I want to make a million. No, nah, I'm going to put together a business plan and this as a manifestation and then I'm going to take the actions to get it done. Like, and then lastly, what I've been doing lately is praying because you can manif- you could say your manifestations, but are you praying, like praising God for what you do have? Oh, for Amen. Got to be grateful. Wow. That was awesome, man. For so, sure. I think my perspective on it is that I don't have a lot of experience manifesting. It's, it's still new to me. Mm-hmm. The last few years has been a game changer. The, the words that I'm hearing, the people, the groups that I'm in, the Zoom calls that I've been in, mm-hmm. the courses that I bought, because okay. that wasn't 
my old life. I'm steady pulling layers off of the old me, (laughs) right? And the bad thinking. So I think between the books, you know, that I've been in and um, some of the networking events, just seeing people thrive in their business helps me, right? And um, now understanding that, you know, it's certain, um, I think they call my narrow beats, Mm, right? That you can listen to. Or you can have like, um, what they call mirror affirmations. I ain't hear about this yeah, stuff growing up as a kid or as an adult. Those words, I'm like, what is that? Let me do it. Okay, that's kind of cool. You know, or just sitting there, just having thoughts with yourself. Exactly. So busy. That, that's good. Yeah, I can do that now. Because you knowing having thoughts with yourself, whether you having a good thoughts or the bad thoughts, you know, you can change your exactly. thoughts right. now. It's like you a, didn't know that when you was younger. A sound of success. It's like alpha way. So it's like we're having a conversation about how we can multiply when other people are having tunes of trauma. It's just like you talking about madness. So it's like yeah. there are ripples in your life versus, okay, well, you know, I'm successful and I prepare myself to be successful. So when the opportunity comes subconsciously, I'm just ready for it. Yeah. For like anybody uh coming up, like any young men coming up or women, get out your city and see other places. That's, that's going to really prepare you. That's before I started like going to different cities, I never knew a black person could have $10,000 in the bank. And that's not even a lot of money. So when I started mm, that's traveling mm. into D.C. and Atlanta, it's like, oh, so we can get rich. Because right. like I used to think $10,000 was rich. Like I was like, when I make my first 10K, I'm going to be up. I've been there. You feel me? And I got it and I effed it up type type stuff. Right. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Now, now I'm going to tell you, just to speak on traveling, I used to look at it as um, – like a liability, right? Mm. Or expense. I'm losing money. It's an expense, yeah. It's an wow. expense. But now I look at it as an investment. I yeah. like that. I love Every time that. I, mean, I, I go somewhere. That. You know, not just from like content creation, but like, for example, uh, last year, uh, me and my, my family went to Puerto Rico, right? So it was my wife, my mom, and my youngest daughter. So it wasn't just about me seeing it. It's just about me yeah. bonding with my mom. Yeah. Like, that's powerful. Mom. The older I get, yeah. I realize... I got to spend more time with my memories, mom. Memories, right? memories that that's maybe she didn't able, um, do, you yeah. know. Yeah, she ain't never been to Puerto Rico before. Right. But she always going to remember that, right? But then my Nayo, that was her first time being on a plane. Mm. She needed experience being on a plane at an early age. Yeah. I'm looking at it like that. That's Not right. only just going out of the country, wow. right? But also being on a plane, knowing it feels mm. like to put your Exposing leggings on here. Exposing yourself to yes. something new to be able to continue to think on new levels and do yeah. new things to get new things into your life, like. And then you probably been manifesting and didn't know you was manifesting. So right. when you think True. about it, do you feel like you was manifesting the whole time and didn't know it? It's definitely so. possible though, because I, I, I'm saying I'm speaking the truth when I say I'm steady growing. I'm constantly <laughs> analyzing myself every three months, every six months. Mm-hmm. So for example, every year goes by, I look at all my relationships like they on probation. Like we growing right. or we not? Should I right. continue? That's what you look at. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We rocking, but we blood or not? That's one way I do evaluation. Evaluation. That's what it's called. That's what I do every year. Yes, yes. I would just, well, for me, I would just pray, but I wasn't intentional. I'd be like, well, God, again, I, y'all can laugh if y'all not. I'd be like, well, give me a good girlfriend. I get a good girlfriend. She right, come into my life, but I don't know what to do with it. So I squander it. I'd be like, right. well, she come to my life. She's good for a few months, but then I cheat on her. So it's mm-hmm. like the blessings that come to your life. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared to maintain them? The riches that come into your life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what to do when you get them and mm-hmm. how to keep them? Okay. you can get a brand new car, but then mess it up. Not to cut you off, but in short, 
Why do you think you was cheap once you got the good woman? Because I was ungrateful. Mm. Like you was ungrateful? Mm-hmm. Like I forgot how bad I wanted it. And when, when you I got it, it, you got used to it yeah. and didn't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's got like a new I car though. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for example, my truck right now, it's not the newest truck. I see a bigger truck. I put, man, that's a nice truck. <laughs> and I see somebody walking. It's a man. It's a woman. It's two kids. They walking. I don't know where they're going. Bust out. Who knows? Yeah. They probably like, man, that's a nice truck. I'm nah, that's spot on. So right. it's all about perspective. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right. really spot on. Yeah, for sure. Okay. They were saying that the person who got a car, when somebody on a bike see them, they, they were like, man, I wish I had a car like that, whether it's old or new. The person who on skateboard is like, man, I wish I had a bike like that. Or the person who on a bus like, man, I wish I had a skateboard like that. Mm-hmm. But then right. the person who has no legs is looking at the person on the bus like, man, I just wish I had legs. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh-huh. True. <laughs> There's another story I hear, um, but that'll be too long for me to go over right now. But, um, okay, so for its purpose for you guys, so do you feel like you're living out your purpose and, and what if what if you are, is what you're doing your purpose? Or is it just mm-hmm. passion for you? I feel like for myself, I'm on still C, like an alphabet, A, B, C. I feel like I'm developing the money to do the things that I want to do. Like, I want to do dope shit mm-hmm. in Atlanta and then across. Like, I want to put people on game the way mm-hmm. people like never put me on game, but it's like, I can't go to somebody else asking them for money, but if I got my own money, I can just go to the bank, go to the ATM, pull it out, and put it together. Like, we put something together, a mastermind, and we can help other people get into eBay because mm-hmm. I got the money to do it. I got the knowledge to do it. I know how to do it. So it's helping me to get to step D and step E. Like, let me prepare for D and E and F right now. So I'm moving. I'm positioning myself to be more in my purpose. Mm, that's powerful. I like that's that. Powerful. I'm let them go first. Oh yeah. So the whole goal is, and that's that's probably for all of us up here, is to get a platform, get some money, take care of the fam, and then give back. That's the whole yeah. purpose. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I'm right now. I'm living in my purpose. Okay. Well, I have I guess mixed feelings about purpose because I'm not quite um, moving in my purpose. I think right. Um, I also I also think that I am changing the trajectory of like my legacy of my family, mm-hmm. right? Because I grew up in the country originally. My first eleven years on Earth, I was raised on a farm with pigs and chickens, right? Wow. Oh, so real. we knew what hard work is. So still to this mm-hmm. day, I'm gonna pick up a penny. Yeah. I remember weighing up like pecans to get a dollar. Like damn, I picked all these pecans, you know, but a dollar. So I, wow. I still understand what work is and the value of a dollar, right? All right, but moving forward. You know, for my kids, I can show them you can have your own business because the only thing they saw, what I saw as a kid, you had to work for somebody. Mm. There wasn't no way around it. Wow. You know, you could get a trade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people had a trade or you go in the army. Exactly. But I'm like, you know, I want to do something different. Like, I want to have my own business or something. Right. So that kind of remind me of this um, speech. Um, Tupac said was, I may not change a thing, but I might spark something in the youth. Mm-hmm. And that's how I look at it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm only going to be here so long, but my kids can at least say, you know what? Wow. Dad worked here. He had these machines over here, and it was making money over Something there. Big. He got this big business. Big. Yeah, so you don't have to work. I think it's okay to work. Some people should go to work. Sometimes I feel like I need to go to work. <laughs> right? Amen. <laughs> hey, I feel like every entrepreneur. But I swear to God, I'm doing work every day. Yeah. This ain't what I thought. I work 24 hours. I'm getting it, <laughs> but going back to um purpose, uh, I'm steady digging deep, making sure that 
that's my I'm moving forward towards that. I think by me doing my YouTube page, I feel like I'm starting to connect with my purpose, right? Because I'm 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 starting to help people. I hope I am anyway. Amen. That been through the struggles I've been in, right? Um, I've been to a food pantry, right, where they give you food. You know what wow. I'm saying? Back when I was um, a single father, I was in a position where I was like, well, okay, I couldn't work because I'm constantly taking care, <laughs> care of the kids. So, you know, applying for food stamps. You know, to go in there as a man and sit around all these women and didn't know how to fill the paperwork. And I'm like, man, this is what happened. But wow. my point is, by me um, creating my YouTube page, I can help someone who say, well, damn, I don't know how, how can I make $50 a day? I got to make $100 a week this Amen. month. Now, I know it's a lot of great people in this room, on this Zoom call, on this YouTube, just making hundreds of thousands, millions. But I know what it feels like to be like, I just need $20 a day. I just want to grab me a little deuce deuce. I want to get me some McDonald's for the kids, and I'm cool. Sure. And that's what you can do by following Major Hustles. At yes. YouTube. Yes. Follow Major Hustles. Let's believe I'm finna follow Major Hustles. Yeah. <laughs> if you got Tap any in. idea, how to. Um, less than a year, I would think. Okay. Yeah. Follow, follow. And so, uh, pretty much y'all summing up. So, is any last words you want to say to a young man, a young woman sitting out there watching this show? If, listen, your biggest your biggest downfall or your biggest thing that's going to help you is the people you around. Mm. I'm telling you. I've been through it. they probably been through it. If you got somebody that's with you that's, that's always in some dumb shit or always just doing, you know, doing the most, get away from them. Because as soon as you get away from them, you're going to elevate. So get around people on the same wave as you, the same, you know, the same type of energy as you ASAP. Okay. So I'm going to go next. Besides your environment, basically with what he was saying, um, it's very important. I'm going to leave you with this. Read some powerful books. Pay your kids to read some powerful books. Instead of having them clean up, make them read the right books. That's yeah. it. I'm going to leave y'all with it. I ain't going to let, gonna let you just book. sleep. That's what I was going to say. Book. Give an example. Give an example. I'm going to give you four agreements. Four agreements. Yeah, that's just something I just know everybody, they, they like that book. And it's not overwhelming. It's not that big. Mm -hmm. Because I remember when it was challenging to read my first book. Well, right? Yeah. So you got your 100-page book. You got your 200-page book. You got your 300-page book. I just want to start you off with a 100-page book that's going to be impactful. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm rocking with what he's saying. For myself, it can be tough when you feel like you got to fit in or when you've been dealt a bad hand. But one thing I've learned is that if you got nothing to do, find something to do. Find something to do, invest your time in it, because you ain't doing nothing with your time. Invest your time, become proficient in it. Become the best at what you're doing. To my young man, because I've been that young man, I say learn to think independently for yourself. Mm -hmm. That's what makes you an individual amongst the masses. Everybody trying to fit in, but you speak for the masses. I know I felt that way when I was growing up. I wanted to be cool, to compensate for the neglect that I was facing at home. But the admiration, like to have the admiration on my classmates, like, dang, Dave is cool. Dave is a hustler. Dave got money. But I still couldn't really talk for myself. So what I wish I knew then, and I'm telling all my young men now, is to learn to speak for yourself. Mm. No amount of clothes, no amount of accomplishments, no amount of money can speak unspoken words if you can't speak it for yourself. That's why everybody want to be a rapper, because they speaking for the unspoken. It's yeah. important to remember that you are unique and to define yourself for who you are. You can have a purpose. You can have a dream, but you also got to be able to talk. So if you feel like you, how I'm, how I feel, yo, reach out to me. Dave, if we buy iPhones, I will put you on game. I will help you out. I help all my brothers out because I'm a solid bro. I know what it's like to 
not have nobody there for you. So I'll be there for you. Wow. Did you all shout out your pages and stuff? Uh, well, yeah, you can follow me at A-N-T-E-U-P-D underscore. All right. So, you know, once again, I'm D Matthews. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at TikTok. You can follow me on Facebook at Shoe Solution 6. And my major hustles is my YouTube page. One more again, that's We Buy iPhones on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram. We Buy iPhones LLC. And we talk about the business from the ground up, from meeting people at the store to running your own six-figure brokerage and how there's so much opportunity in the electronics brokerage space. And just mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, the things that I wish I knew that I'm imparting wisdom on. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. It's been definitely a pleasure. And I'm going to say this before we even close out. Um, Willis Witness stated, some men have a thousand of reasons why they cannot do what they want to when all they need is one reason why they can. So these guys have came on here today and, you know, just showed you and told you reasons why they're doing what they're doing. And hey, let go of any excuses that's holding you back. Because like I always say here on the pink link, you are great in that life that you desire, you create. So get out and start creating because you are the bomb. Diggity boo boo. The bomb. That was amazing. So, yeah. So, thank y'all. Thank y'all.